You are listening to the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, Eve Vanderbilt, with his trusted canine co-host, Woody, where we bring it to you raw, unfiltered, with no chaser. All right, Woody, we're back. We're back with another episode of the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Lots in the news, Woody. Lots in the news. It's hard to keep up with all of it going on. And so what we're going to do now is we're going to do kind of a quick hit and just kind of go through some news stories. Um, First off, we'll start with Eric. Eric Swalwell, he's in the news. And you know what? Most likely, Eric is happy he's in the news because he is one of those politicians that runs to the cameras. Now, if you don't know who Eric Swalwell is, um, I did not say Eric Swalwell. I, that was not a mess up on my part. Uh, Eric Swalwell, he is a representative of California, Bay Area, I believe. Not sure what district. Don't really care what district. Don't really care about Eric Swalwell. He's kind of a, a, a pimple on the ass of history. But he uh, is in the news again because, again, what I mean by again? Oh, you, you know, Eric Swalwell ran for president, a failed presidential campaign, by the way. I mean, it was a disaster. He couldn't get traction, not a whit. I don't even know uh, if anyone even supported him other than his, uh, Fang Fang, who is Bang Bang, and the Chinese spy that he's associated with now. Anyway, and then he also was just vehement in accusing Trump of the Russian hoax, right? He went so far as to infer because you know how these slimy politicians are, that Trump uh, was a Russian agent. He was a Russian agent. But anyway, he's caught up in this uh, Chinese spy scandal. And I guess most of us are surprised that it was a female. Um, I don't know about you, but most of us were surprised that it was a female. Uh, now, if it was Eric, or, I mean, if it was um, Adam Schiff, you know, we'd be even more surprised if it was female because I guarantee you in his uh, roster of interns, there may be a college-age Chinese student there somewhere. But I digress. This is not an episode about Adam Schiff, but we did want to take a dig at Adam Schiff, didn't we? Well, anyway, new information indicates Democrat. Of course, he's a Democrat because the Chinese spies, they know who to go after. They could go after the Democrats. Uh, Eric Swalwell is lying about breaking ties with, as they put it, the Chinese honey trap. So Fang Fang, who allegedly Eric was bang bang ing? Um, and by the way, when he was asked, "Where did you? Were you having sex with her?" I, we can't tell you. That's a matter of national security. Really, really. Eric Swalwell, who he's bang banging, is a mem. A, 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 wait a minute. If it's an issue of national security, and that he says his his camp claims that for us to know if Eric was banging Fang Fang, bang bang Fang Fang, uh, if we were to if we if if they were to tell us that whether or not he was bang banging fang fang is a na- an interest of national security what is this man is he some kind of uh, machine or something is he helping the united states by having these illicit relationships with foreign entities and that's how we've been you know managing our foreign policy from the democrat side of course so i mean if it's a matter of national security that means him having sex with a Chinese spy is somehow important to our nation. And I think we should know that, don't you? I mean, there are some things we shouldn't know as an interest in national security. But him, bang, bang, fang, fang, I'm thinking there's got to be maybe, I mean, is there any way that we can, maybe we all need to find a female Chinese spy uh, to bang, bang, if it helps move the country forward. I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm postulating here. But anyway, there is news coming out that Eric may still have connections with his bang, bang, 
bang, bang. And that is that his father and his brother apparently uh, have kept ties with Fang Fang. They've, um, from the article here, let's see if I can find the relevant part. There, this is a funny article, so I am going to read this to you. So uh, this is from Red State, written by um, Streif, S-T-R-E-I-F-F, December 9th, 2020. It is Swalwell's defense, as he lays out during the luxurious tongue bath CNN's Jim Scudo uh, offered up, is that he ha- he's had nothing to do with her since... She fled back to China in 2015, and being the patriotic, red-blooded American that he is, Swalwell claims that he has fully cooperated with the FBI, and his cooperation was destroyed by the Trump administration, who leaked the story of him banging a Chinese spy to the media out of revenge for his key role in the impeachment fiasco or something like that. Uh, Swalwell isn't really smart enough to sound coherent, even under the best circumstances. Uh, But anyway, apparently his father liked a picture of Fang Fang, March 12, 2020. Now, she allegedly fled to China in 2015, and, but his father's like, oh, there's Fang Fang. <laughs> Eric was knew her. Uh, she was such a nice young lady. He brought her over to dinner. This is before, before COVID-19 restrictions. Households could meet. This is before. So Eric brought her over. She was so nice. And apparently his brother also uh, has kept in contact with Fang Fang on Facebook. So, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's weird that um, he he says he hadn't talked to her or known her or interacted with her since um, 2015, but his father and brother have. Eric, come on, dude. I mean, she's an attractive lady, Eric. You know, you should probably maybe, you know, go, hey, yeah. You know, Fang Fang and I, bang, bang, hey, we were having a good time. I didn't know she was a Chinese spy, but boy, she was limber. She was limber, you know. Anyway, Swalwell, this is from Yahoo News, says his ties to Chinese spy were leaked because of Trump criticism. That's right. That's right. Because of Trump criticism. Of course, why now? Um, Eric, I got to ask you, buddy. You haven't made that criticism in a while. That was pretty hot and heavy, you know, a while ago. Uh, like three years of Trump's administration. So it took them three years to figure it out. Uh, And the investigation was from Axios, which is kind of a left to center newspaper, Eric. So I'm not sure you, buddy, I'm not sure. I'm not sure the credibility is good here, buddy. Um, Just saying you may want to kind of sit this one out. I think, you know, sit back, the heat will go off. Now I had seen reports that he lost his uh, Intel committee chairmanship that he was kicked off the intelligence committee. I don't think he was chairman, but I did see reports of that, but I haven't been able to verify it. So I don't want to go down that road. You know, he needs to be kicked off. He is a a security risk at this point in time, because at this point in time, the man had a Chinese spy in his mess. And and he admits this, not backing off that there was a Chinese spy. Uh, he, you know, this Chinese spy, by the way, placed an intern in his campaign. So he's not he's not denying any of that. He's just saying, well, the Trump exposed it. The Trump administration exposed it because, well, I criticized him. So the Trump administration exposed that you were bang banging fang fang in order to embarrass you when you're an embarrassment as it is, Eric. 
I'm sorry. He's just not an intelligent guy. Have you ever watched this guy on TV? I'm going to do a video of him in a, in, uh, later. It'll be separate to this. Uh, you know, I've got plans for it. Let's see if I can make it come to fruition so, uh, of an interview that he did. It's just ludicrous. The interview he did with, I think it was CNN, just absolutely a ludicrous interview. And because the man is simply a joke. Uh, and so, you know, this is why, you know, he was able to be compromised by the Chinese, the communist Chinese. So I want you to think about this. He is a sitting U.S. Congress creator, and he was infiltrated by the communist Chinese party, period. End of story. Should we let him remain on the Intelligence Committee? No, he is a security risk. The man needs to be kicked off. Now, I know a lot of people are calling for him to be booted out of Congress. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Uh, we just had an election. You know, he won his re-election. And that's how you get rid of Congress critters. You either impeach them or you boot them out through election. So saying you know, he needs to be fired, you're correct. He needs to be fired, but the people of his district need to fire him. Or the people of his district need to move, or the chamber, the house, however it works, and I don't know how it works, need to file papers to get him out of there and impeach him. But that won't happen. We know that won't happen. Nancy Pelosi has come out and says, I have the utmost respect for Eric. He's a fine committee man. In other words, you know, he follows the party line. So that's how it works. So you'll see nothing happen to this. You'll just see people having a little bit of fun in the press. All the while, this man, Eric Swalwell, is a national security risk. Period. End of story. This is not like the Russian hoax. We got, he doesn't deny there was a spy in the mist. Uh, by the way, one of my favorite all-time bands is a band named Bauhaus, if you're not familiar with Bauhaus. And this makes me think of Dianne Feinstein. You know, her driver was a Chinese spy for 20 years. She still is in Congress, or she's, she's a senator, and I believe she's on the Intelligence Committee for 20 years. She had a spy in the cab, and that's a song by Bauhaus. That's why I bring it up. A spy in the cab. She had 20 years, and they didn't boot her out. And And the woman's Cognitive abilities have been slipping for a while, and they, have, they didn't boot her out. She just won, re, she won re-election. So the Democrats, they don't care. They just don't care. If it fits their mold, if it fits their agenda, they don't care. Now, moving on. Yesterday, I talked about Joe Biden giving you a blueprint. And I, maybe it was the day before, one of the shows that I've done, uh, where Biden is telling you what he's going to do. And I realized that, one, is uh, there's no mystery here is the Democrats are completely transparent. Now, unintentionally, they don't know they're completely transparent because the Democrats only have a playbook. They don't know how to go outside of their playbook. They don't know how to think outside of the box. They don't know how to get creative. All they have is a playbook. And here's a story that made me think of this playbook, and it's out of the Daily Wire. It's Neera Tandrum, who is one of the cabinet picks, I think it's for uh, OBM, OMB office, the budget office. Uh, I can't remember what the OMB is for, what the acronym stands for, but it is the uh, budget office. And here's the headline, near a tandem, uh, just a sacrificial lamb to distract from other Biden picks, numerous scandals, hatred from progressives put OMB nominee confirmation in jeopardy. And this is an old, uh, it's Office of Budget Management, sorry about that. This is an old trick, what the, the politicians do. 
And we need to realize that they're going to be using all of these old tricks because they have nothing new up their sleeve, the Democrats. They don't. And if Biden gets in uh, and, you know, we have only a few days until the Electoral College meets, if they meet and Biden is selected, if he gets the 270 electoral votes, done, he's in. But they've only got a few days. And if he is elected president of the United States, I it's going to be very easy to follow them, but we have to think outside of the box ourselves and start realizing that they go by the playbook. Just follow the playbook. So what, they, what is very typical in politics is they'll send up a nominee they know will get trashed, they know will, will not make it because they're so radical when they have somebody else in the wings. It's a little less radical, and that's how they slide them in. Watch them start for watch these tactics. Look for these tactics. That's what I believe they're doing with near tandem right now because she's so far out. Even progressives aren't crazy about this woman that they put her up there to get somebody else in. So we got to start looking at who, who is the other person. I don't have that answer yet, but understanding the Democrat playbook and how politics works, you could start figuring out what they're going to do. Like Biden, I'm just listen to Biden. He's gonna he's so far gone mentally. He'll say these things out loud. Somewhere along the line, he's probably going to say, well, we probably we put Nier up there not realize, realizing that she probably wasn't going to get it. And that's why we chose, you know, Bob Smith over here. So I'm just saying, I'm just giving this as a, a watch out. Start looking for those kind of things because you're going to start seeing those happen a lot if the Biden administration happens. Now, let me talk about that real quick. I didn't, I mentioned I was going to talk about it in the previous segment, but I want to, let me um, write, let me cash that check. Is um, we have four days until the electoral college meets, and I know I'm 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 basically a broken record right now. I know that I get it. People want to see something else, but uh, at this point in time, I'm not sure that something else is going to happen. Is the there's a lot going on this week with the Texas lawsuit? Uh, George, there's a Georgia lawsuit, and if none of those come to fruition, if they can't do anything to, and I don't like to say overturn the election because the election hasn't been completed yet, if they can't somehow get Trump to 270 electoral votes that's needed when the electoral college meets this coming Monday, uh, then Biden, will, if he has enough of those votes, those electoral college votes on Monday, then he's going to be the president-elect. Once the electoral college meets, after that, the electors, uh, then it goes to the, the Congress, the House of Congress, and they'll, they'll vote and uh, uh, selecting those num those uh, they'll be that those those electoral votes will be tallied in they'll be entered in and it'll be official it'll all be official and I know there's a lot of dates like December six there's all this other kind of stuff that's going on and the problem with all of that is is if there is no political will to carry it forward it's not going to happen and I don't know about you. Uh, but when I look at the landscape of our politicians right now, do you see political will? Yeah, I see it in Trump. I see it in spades in Trump, but I don't see it in our political class. Now, I see it. Uh, Ted Cruz, man, he is all over it, but he's one man. I mean, I, I see, you know, the states, I see it in the states, and that's a beautiful thing. The beautiful thing about all these states that have uh, attached themselves to this Texas lawsuit is, is absolutely a beautiful thing because it is signaling that they are not going to let the left ride rutshot over the states because the states do have power. But the federal government at a federal level, do you see it? Do you see, do you see our political class having the balls to stand up to this? Having the balls to say, we're not going to accept 
the electoral college vote until all of this is carried, uh, uh, all these irregularities, local irregularities are taken care of or fleshed out. I don't see it. I wish I saw it. I really do. Uh, I would love to see it. And that's what we saw in Trump. And that's why so many people love this president because he's, he's willing to fight. But one man can't do it alone. And the federal government is just a swamp. And that's where this drain the swamp came from. And so, you know, maybe I'm being a little too pessimistic here. I apologize. I know there's a lot of people that want this hope. And I want you to keep hope. I want you to carry forward that we've got a lot going on right now. And it could change. But if it doesn't change and Biden is, God willing, elected, and right now, you know, you know as well as I do that the odds are, the odds are against Trump prevailing. You know this. So, and, and I'm not trying, I'm not asking you to admit it to yourself. I'm not asking you to say stop. I'm just saying we have an uphill fight. We're all, I'm, we're all in this battle. I'm not following any of the never Trumpers. I don't care what they say. They're all assholes to me. Uh, the left are all corrupt to me. Uh, and so I'm, I'm putting forward my faith in the process right now and, and praying that this Texas lawsuit has merit and it moves forward and through the Supreme Court, which we'll find out today as I record this. But if not, we know, we know what the Democrats do. Their playbook is the same they've been doing. So watch the Democrats carefully and follow what they, their playbook. They're, they're not going to be doing anything unique, uh, or when I say unique, they're not, they don't have any, any um, creative ideas. They're going to be recycling what they've always done, which, by the way, they've always, they've always um, been corrupt in my opinion they've always uh cheated in elections you know i don't proof of that i don't have that proof of that it's my opinion but the democrats are the ones it always seems it's the democrats that are the ones cheating and i know there's been republicans that have been caught cheating but it's very few compared to the number of democrats that have been caught cheating it's just just, just i mean it's just logical it, it's you can just look at the landscape and see that it's the Democrats that are always the ones that are trying to do something to either expand the votes for illegals or expand the votes for felons. It's always the Democrats that do that. So you can just knowing how they act, knowing from what they've done in the past, they're going to do the same thing. It's going to, we're not going to see a whole lot of change. All right. Hunter Biden is in the news and you know what? It pisses me off, uh, and I'm sure it pisses a lot of people off, too. Here's a, a headline from the Associated Press. The Associated Press, which is, again, another uh, left of center, and they are not non-biased. They're biased, too. The Associated Press, this is their headline, Hunter Biden Tax Probe Examining Chinese Business Dealings. Uh, this is by Eric Tucker, uh, Michael Balsamo, and Jonathan Lemire, and it was released today. So... Now, here we are after the election, and now Hunter Biden tax probe being examined. Now, after the election, why, why wasn't this reported prior to the election? Where, where, were they brought, where were they on Hunter Biden before that? And this is where a lot of people are looking at this going, what the blankety blank? You've got to be kidding me. We all were on this last year. Well, maybe not last year. It seems like last year, doesn't it? Anyway, before the election, I mean, Hunter Biden's laptop, all of this. We knew about the Chinese business dealings. We knew about the money he was making from Burisma. We all knew this, and the media refused, absolutely refused 
refuse to report it. But now, all of a sudden, the media is reporting it. Gee, is that a surprise? Hmm. Hmm. I'm sure they're just honest brokers, and the story just hit their lap because we all knew about it. But no, now, now think about this: the Joe Biden has not even been elected yet. He is not the president-elect. I hate to tell you, leftists, he's not. He's just simply not. Technically, he's not. You could say semantics all you want. I don't care. Technically, the man is not the president-elect. And now, all of a sudden, we find out his son, Hunter Biden, tax probe examining Chinese business dealings. And then this one, this is from a Gateway Pundit, who I know the left really love, by the way. I know you guys, they love the Gateway Pundit. In fact, I know that if you could shut him down, you would shut him down without reservations. In fact, if somebody, if the left, if somebody went to a leftist and say, hey, uh, you want to shut down the Gateway Pundit for no reason whatsoever? They wouldn't go, no, no, no. This is his right to free speech. He should be able to say what he wants. They would say, yes, shut him down and throw him in jail. But anyway, I digress. From the Gateway Pundit, here's the headline. Joe Biden's brother, James Biden, also under federal investigation. Well, looky there. Uh, let's see. James Bryden, brother and alleged business partner of Democrat presidential nominee, former Vice President Joe Biden, is under federal investigation, according to a report by Politico, published late Wednesday night. Political left of center as well. So looky there. Looky there. After the election. Oh, the media's all over it now. Bastions of uh, democracy and democ what is it what is the washington post democracy dies in the darkness no it doesn't apparently democracy dies in the back room of their press offices because they wait until no we we report it see here's what the press does by the way and i, I know I'm, I'm i'm all over the place i know that here's what the press does they, they they know these stories and i'll take you back to uh the 90s when Bill Clinton was reelected in 1996, and what after his reelection, he's and he was probably doing this before his reelection, but he's getting funky in the Oval Office with Monica Lewinsky, right? They're having a grand old time because you know the Democrats they can't keep it in their pants, and uh, in the Oval Office, defiling the Oval Office at the Resolute Desk, um, he's doing some things with a cigar that you don't want to know about, and. A media person, and I forget what entity, caught the story, and they buried it. They, they, they had the story. And, you know, what, what we've discovered from the James O'Keefe tapes uh, with CNN is they get together and they talk about the stories and what they're going to do, and they talk about what stories they're not going to do. And apparently this entity talked about not doing this story, breaking this story, Monica Lewinsky. Now, here you have the president of the United States. He was just reelected. He is a sitting president of the United States, is having an affair with an intern in the Oval Office. They had the story. The mainstream media had the story. And they, re they sat on the story. They didn't report it. Now, somebody within their uh, apparatus, I guess, had maybe a tug of conscience um, and slipped it to one, none other than Matt Drudge, you know, the infamous Drudge Report. And he got the Monica Lewinsky story and he reported it. He put it out in his Drudge Report and it blew up. In fact, it made him famous. It made him very wealthy, by the way. And that's how we found out about Monica Lewinsky. It wasn't through the mainstream media. They sat on the story and they did the same thing here. But this is now we're in a different world. Now in this world is the mainstream media. They sit on these stories and 
the alt media gets them, they run with it like Hunter Biden's laptop. And what does the mainstream media do? They don't report it at all, or they report it as uh, uh, baseless, baseless allegations, the baseless allegations. And they only report a little bit so they can say they reported it. See, they, they do this all the time, by the way, is, all right, a big story like Hunter Biden's laptop blows up. So the mainstream media is, they're talking in their offices going, what are we going to do? We got this blowing up. We got to do whatever we can to help uh, the Biden camp. And you know what? I would say, I would argue they actually say that kind of thing. They actually use that kind of verbiage. How do we help? We saw that with what James O'Keefe is exposing in his Project Veritas with CNN is they sit around the table and they have these conference calls and they talk about what they can do to, to help. Like one of the releases from Project Veritas was how can they help turn the narrative in the, commu- the Cuban community that Biden's policies are socialist because they fear socialists. That's what they were talking about. I've showed it, I played it on the show. So you know they were talking about the Hunter Biden laptop issue and how they can get around it and they had to report something. Because it's blowing up in the alt media, so they put out these baseless claims, these unverified claims. When now, now that the now that the smoke is cleared, they think Trump lost the election. They're pretty certain Trump lost the election. Now they can report it. Now think about that. Our mainstream media in America had this information. They sat on it through an election. And then once the election's over, they report it. Now, why do they report it? Well, they have to report it. They, at some point in time, and this always happens, they have to report it at some point in time. Now, this is another thing that's going to taint the Biden administration. But what they're doing is they're putting it out now so they can control the spin. Get it out now. Get it over with now. So once Biden's administration kind of gets going, the story's forgotten. That's why you're seeing it now. That's why they're releasing it now. The smoke's cleared. They've already duped the American public into thinking there's nothing there. Uh, the American public's voted. They got their guy in. Now, now they've got to release the story to get it out of the way because otherwise it's going to fester. It's like a boil. It's like a wound you don't take care of. It just festers and gets worse, and eventually you catch the disease and die. So democracy doesn't die in the darkness. Democracy is hidden in the back rooms of our mainstream media. This is why I, I this is honestly why I started this whole podcast is because the media is so dishonest in the reporting and it's so transparent in what they're doing that I just wanted to get out and talk about it because this is what's going on right now. So now we have a guy who is um, what they claim president elect. And who, come Monday, may very well be the president-elect. Come January 20th, may very well be the president of the United States of America. And his son is absolutely corrupt, as well as his brother. And this same guy who has said to us, my son has done nothing wrong. He's one of the honest guys I know. And he also says one of the smartest guys I know. What are we going to hear next? Uh, the drug um, addiction of Hunter Biden. I don't think we're going to hear about that. I think the media feels that that's already been exposed enough, so we have to worry about that. Total hypocrisy in the media. Where's Hunter Biden? He's been there the whole time, but the media just has not been reporting. So now it'll go. It'll report a little bit, and then it'll be swept under the rug, just like it always is. Hey, Obama's back in the news. Yeah, 
Oh, you know, Obama's not going anywhere. This man loves the limelight. I mean, he is a narcissist. So this man, if he's not out front, you know, he's got to do something. So what does he do? Uh, This is from John Solomon's Just the News. Here's the headline. Obama blames Fox News, Rush Limbaugh, for destroying connection he had with conservatives. (laughs) This is laughable. Absolutely laughable. Because uh, let me read. Let me see if I can find this relevant part here. That is, uh, here it is. Uh, this is from Obama. I ended up getting enormous support in those these pretty conservative, rural, largely white communities when I was a senator, and that success was repeated when I ran for president in the first race in Iowa. Obama said during a discussion at Penn America's virtual gala uh, on Tuesday evening. Uh, my second year in office, I'm not sure if I could make that same connection because now those same people are filtering me through Fox News and Rush Limbaugh and an entire right-wing conservative media infrastructure that was characterizing me in a way that suggested I looked down on those folks or had nothing in common with them, he added. You know, the whole Bible clinging thing, he said. But anyway. Total bullshit. Uh, here's what total bullshit is. They, they did, as senator, that, that's just not true. Um, when he was senator, he wasn't supported by conservatives. And, and actually, I would argue, and both of his presidential runs, he was also not supported by conservatives. But notice how he says white people. Notice how he says uh, largely white communities. So if it's a largely white community, then I guess they're all conservative in his mind. I mean, that's one thing that's just a complete whitewash of everything that's true and real and honest because he's not an honest person. And also him saying that it's because of Fox News and Rush Limbaugh. Absolutely ludicrous. In other words, you don't have a mind of your own. You have to uh, follow the lead of Fox News, which I, I've always hated that meme that they say, uh, you, you know, you're a Fox News watcher. Well, I'll tell you right now, I've not, I'm not a Fox News watcher, and I have been a Fox News watcher in a long, long time. I mean, it's a news organization. I watch, actually, I vacillate through Fox, CNN, MSNBC because I want to see all sides. Now, does Fox give it more fair? Are they more fair? Or I say more fair, is that right? Are they fairer than the other two? Absolutely they are. Does Fox News have a, a right-leaning bent than the other two? In their opinion pieces, absolutely they do. In their straight news, they're actually pretty fair and balanced. They actually have been reporting on a lot of this stuff that, that the other outlets would not. CNN, MSNBC didn't report a lot of what Fox News is reporting on, meaning what was going on in Hunter's laptop, a lot of this election irregularities that are all local, by the way, YouTube, they're all local election irregularities. Uh, Fox News has been more apt to cover those than the others. Now, recently, Fox News has taken quite a big hit because, you know, they called Arizona before everything was done. And, you know, a lot of conservatives have been kind of mad because they haven't, Fox News hasn't been telling them what they want to hear is what the media wants you to, to know or what the media wants you to think. They're going to say that the only reason Fox News is taking a dive in the ratings because they're not telling the, the right wingers what they want to hear. That's not true. That's absolutely not true because people on the right are more logical and reasoned in their thought. I know the left, they're going to they're gonna make you seem like you're stupid. We're all plebes to them. Uh, they're going to they're, they're gonna basically say you're all mindless followers of Fox News, Rush Limbaugh. When no, no, actually, we just want 
the news and we want it straight. So, you know, Fox News used to be, you know, they report, you decide. We, that's what we want. I just want information. Give me the data points. I'll piece them together. You know, it goes to the big tech, what's going on right now. YouTube telling you, everybody, that if you start talking about uh, widespread voter fraud, and I'm not talking about it, YouTube. Make it a point. I'm not saying there is. It's all local. It's all local. If you start saying there's widespread voter fraud on YouTube, they're going to they're going to they're going to cancel you. They're going to shut you down. They're going to can't, they're going to first delete your video, then delete your channel because you can't be saying things that's outside of the norm, the norm, whatever the norm is. Big tech's been suppressing your voice for years now and it's all coming to a head with this election. I mean, I you know, the amount of distrust that people have for the media and big tech right now is absolutely mind boggling. And they don't see it. They don't do, they do nothing about it. Now, um, Facebook is losing um, users, you know, not enough to where it causes a big enough dent to hurt them, but they're losing users. Um, Twitter is losing a lot of users. I mean, a lot of users. I mean, lots of users. Uh, and YouTube, I'm not sure what their usership is. I haven't seen anything on that. You know, Google is, you know, which owns YouTube, is the, the um, largest search engine out there. I don't use Google anymore. I, I'm tired of them. I, I mean, I'm tired of them telling me uh, what I can and cannot think. And I think a lot of other people are as well. So you're seeing a lot of shift here. And they think, this is what they think. They think it'll all go back to normal once Trump is out. Normal is to what they think normal is. Not what you or I, it's what they think. Because the left are, are group thinkers. The left think in herds. And they follow the herd. They follow the talking points that they don't think for themselves. You can go, you know, perfect example uh, how to um, kind of point this out between the right and the left of how the right th or, or the right tend to think more independently than the left tends to think in herds or in groupthink is the Supreme Court, the United States of America. Whenever a left politician annoy us, um, appoints or nominates a Supreme Court justice that gets on the bench, that Supreme Court justice historically has followed the leftists ideology and there are so many examples of when a politician on the right nominates a supreme court justice and they get on the bench that supreme court justice tends to be more constitutional and they tend to not always follow the ideologies of the right it's a perfect example perfect case in point all right just a couple of other things and then we're going to move we're going to wrap this up today chris rock is in the news and i'm not a big fan of chris rock but i just thought this was funny chris rock calls on joe biden to create supreme court of science to handle any crisis like the coronavirus now uh, you know the dude's an entertainer i'm not calling him stupid or anything like that i have met chris rock once and he was a complete asshole i mean just a complete Asshole, and I won't tell you any of the story. Uh, the, not that I met him, conversed with him, and we're big, good buddies and all that, and a fallen out. I don't know him. I met him once briefly uh, in a, um, um, a commercial setting, I guess you could say, and he was a complete asshole. That's all I can say. But anyway, Chris Rock called on President-elect 
he's not president-elect, Joe Biden to institute a fourth branch of government dedicated to science in order to combat another crisis like the coronavirus pandemic in a bipartisan way. Look at Chris using those big words. A comedian and former SNL star spoke with Deadline about his role on the fourth season of, of FX drama Fargo. Had no idea that that was even on. I don't watch TV. Had no idea. I'm sure he's great in it, by the way. Uh, where he plays a 1950s mobster in Missouri, blah, 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 blah. And he goes on to say, I don't know. When Biden won, I wasn't jumping for joy. Because, you know, Chris Rock actually, uh, in listening to him, he 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 does tend to think a little more logically and he doesn't he doesn't tend to follow the leftist uh you know hyperbole all the way but make no mistakes he's he's a leftist uh, he says i don't know when biden won i wasn't jumping for joy i was like tom hanks in castaway uh, i just wanted to hug helen hunt he said ha 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 it's not even funny he also spoke about the pandemic which caused many of his friends at various levels of show business lose out on projects and income see this is where he starts thinking logically he's looking at this and he's saying man you know the entertainment industry's got hit hard and it has like uh, you know even though Governor Newsom has made it very easy for them to do business in California. Uh, but anyway, particularly, he said that he hopes the president-elect does something to prevent such a tragedy with a high death toll from ever happening again. And quote, unquote, I just hope that all that's happened, that this whole year was not in vain and that people and the government doesn't just go back to business and as usual, Rock explained. Like basically, there's a 9-11 every day, 3,000 people in 9-11. Somehow, we got the Department of Homeland Security and no one questioned that. But now we have a situation where whatever, 300,000, a half a million people are going to die. That's okay. Right. So what I hope is that we do something. So he wants this guess would it be a fourth branch of government i mean here's what he goes on to say the same way that we had the department of homeland security after 3000 people died i would hope that mr biden institute some scientific department like the supreme court of science just for the lack of a better name that would be in charge of anything medical or environmental he explained basically i would hope that the government instills a mechanism so that if there's ever anything environmental or medical this mechanism would take over thus eliminating politics out out of a life and death situation. Now, we already have that. We got the Environmental Protection Agency. You know, Fauci's in charge of whatever the hell that is that he's in charge of. I mean, we already have all of this. I mean, uh, Chris, Chris, you know, dude, not he's, he's a comedian, you know, sometimes funny, not all the times funny. Um, but, you know, to, to sit there and say <laughs> to institute a fourth branch of government, is so narrow thinking that I, I hope nobody's taking them seriously. I hope it's all just in jest. But this this is reported from Fox News. Chris Rock calls on Joe Biden to create a Supreme Court of Science. I guess we could put Bill Nye in charge. You know, the guy who's not really a science guy. He's actually an engineer, doesn't have a science degree, has an engineering degree. And basically, this was a character created out of a comedy troupe out of Seattle, I think it was. So, yeah, Chris, I don't think so, man. Good try, though. But anyway, I'm sure the thought it's the thought that counts. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the PBO Podcast. There's so much more news, obviously, I can get into, but we're, our time is limited. Uh, we'll, we'll keep on this. Again, watch the Democrats. They're very transparent. They're going to play their old tricks. So if you know the tricks, you know they're, what they're doing. Uh, and I'll continue to talk about it, but there, there's nothing that they're going to be doing that's going to be creative, unique, and outside of what they normally would be doing, which is lying, deceiving, trickery, cheating, all of that stuff. They're going to continue on. So they play games. 
So learn the games so you know how to uh, understand the games and know exactly what the left is trying to pull. Because the left cannot be honest brokers. They simply can not. I'll leave you with this. Imagine, if you will, a media, a mainstream media in our country. Close your eyes. Imagine, if you will, a mainstream media in our country that tells the truth, that are honest, that are not biased. And if you have that, if you can imagine that, I guarantee you, as you look around the landscape, there'll no longer be any Democrats because they won't be able to get elected if we had an honest media in our country. Thanks for listening to this episode of the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Again, please do subscribe to our media platforms. It helps move us up in the algorithm. If you are listening to this on iTunes, Apple, please subscribe and give us five-star ratings. It helps us so much in the algorithms. And if you're watching it on YouTube or Rumble, please do subscribe. If you're not, get on our channels, Rumble, where the PBL Podcast, YouTube, where Politics and Brown Liquor, and subscribe. You don't have to watch. You just have to subscribe because it helps move us up in the algorithms. Because as I say, got it on a coffee mug if you want to buy it on my website. Life is not the matrix. It is an algorithm. Thanks for listening to this episode of the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor.